Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, one movie title saying of the name at a time. <laughs> that was <laughs> a struggle. That I I'm, I I don't even think I did it at the end. I think I still messed it up. Um, I'm I'm Nick Mendes in the news. <laughs> I'm Scott Corelli. Uh, today we're going back to minute fifty-five. Which starts with uh, Marty showing Doc the greatest love letter ever written, and <laughs> ends with uh, Doc Brown, as I tried to say earlier, uh, saying the name of the movie and pointing at the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just like selling the shit out of that. Yeah, uh, a lot of cool stuff in this one too. Oh yeah, S- starting with a gigantic eye roll from <laughs> from Doc. When he reads the most romantic letter ever written, and he's just I like, think, "I love you." Ugh. You know what's funny is it's not often that you know, for, even though Doc is sort of you know he, he's he's the brains of the outfit, sort of. Marty is often the more mature of them. You know what I mean? Right. Like normally it's Marty, kind of like, "Oh, this guy, can you believe it?" But I really like that this is one of the few minutes of Mar- of Doc being the emotionally wiser one. Yeah. Kind of being like, oh, kid, come on. <laughs> yeah. Or, or is that his reaction? Or is he, is he just emotionally devastated that he's ruining this kid's life? <laughs> I love you. Because <laughs> he's just like, he's like, oh no, what have I done? I've ruined the Damn purest Damn you, love. future Emmett. Damn, Damn you to hell. hell. Tom. You blew it up. Copernicus. <laughs> Fetch me my water. Oh my god, they were they were uh, fourteen years away from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he still he doesn't know. No, he doesn't know. He doesn't, he doesn't know, know that they were on Earth the entire time. He doesn't know that Kennedy is going to get shot. He doesn't know about Star Wars. He doesn't know anything. Man, he just um, doesn't know anything. He just doesn't know anything about Doc Brown. They haven't been on the moon yet. Yeah, including the fact that he says. That 1.21 gigawatts is equal to a bolt of lightning. Uh, here's the thing. I looked it up. So so 1.21 gigawatts. Now, this this is the obviously. Obvious or gigawatts one. if you're not in a movie. Right. Or gigawatts. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to say gigawatts this because this is a Back to the Future the, podcast. The best way to say it. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm not a nerd. Um, <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts is equal to the power of one nuclear power plant <laughs> makes sense so you're saying that every time a human has been struck by a bolt of lightning it's the equivalent of getting like tackled by an entire nuclear power plant no i'm not because wait okay. wait for okay. it okay so to give you to give you some more uh some more examples of what 1.21 gigawatts is equal to it is equal to 10% Ten percent of the power necessary for a space shuttle launch. Ten percent, sixty percent of the Hoover Dam. Sixty percent. So the so over half of the Hoover Dam. Over half of the Hoover Dam. Four hundred eighty-four wind turbines. Wow. Okay, four hundred eighty-four. Eight. <laughs> Eight billion sixty six million six hundred and sixty six thousand six hundred and seventy hamsters spinning in a wheel. Wow. So more than there are humans on the planet. Yes. 
uh, uh, speaking of humans, 6,050,000 bike riders, uh, 8,066,666 solar panels. This is kind of bumming me out. Like, this is sort of the least... This is sort of, uh, you know, Back to the Future is really dropping the ball right now in terms of believability. Yeah. Uh, 10 jet engines. Okay. Okay. Uh, 1.6 million horses. <laughs> I wonder what's the, what, what's the most amount of horses that have ever been like in one like battlefield. That's something I want to look up. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Okay. Now here's the, here's the part where they really dropped the ball. Okay. <laughs> Let's reverse it now. What's a bolt of lightning equal to? Well, one bolt of lightning that lasts one second is equal to 300 terawatts. So not even the same wattage. One terawatt is equal to 1,000 gigawatts. (laughs) So so he overshot, okay, 1.21 gigawatts. Okay. A bolt of lightning is worth 300,000 gigawatts. So they're going they're going to like the end of the universe. <laughs> yeah. That he would it would have fried the flux capacitor. Man, I have a lot of respect for a bolt of lightning now. Yeah. That's nothing to sneeze at. No. 300 So they're, so they're going like to the original ending of Army of Darkness. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what's happening. Wouldn't that be a great twist at the end of the movie where it's like, I went too far! I went too far! (laughs) I mean, that's kind of what happens when, when, uh, when, when Doc gets hit by lightning, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what happens. Um, yeah. So. That's, yeah. Wow. This has been, uh, Mythbusters minute. Yeah. Where did you find that? Uh, just looking it up, like just nice. like yeah, just like looking up like a bunch of uh, research Good about you. what what actually what 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 equals what kind of what sort of power equals one point twenty one gigawatts. Um, you know what else is one point twenty one gigawatts, Scott? The power of love. The power of love. God, I wish that was a line in that that song. It's weird that it isn't. Yeah, that is weird. Um, so so he says. <laughs> So just to show how good of friends uh, Marty and Doc are, Doc throws out like, oh, the only thing that we've got that's 1.21 gigawatts is a bolt of lightning. And Nick's, er, and, 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 and Marty's like, uh, say that again. Well, what'd you say? <laughs> Which is like what that, Doc just did yeah, to himself. They're, they're, in the video. So, they're so synced up. It's adorable. Yeah. What did you say? <laughs> what, what'd you, what did you say? What did you say? He's like, oh, I know. He's like, yeah, there's a problem with the lightning is you never know when it's going to strike. Give him the flyer. We know exactly when some lightning is going to strike. But he just, he's just like, oh. And then he just gives him the flyer. And then Doc is like, this is it. He immediately, his yeah. brain is like so well, on it. Well, but he, but he says it in a way where he's just like, oh my God, I've got, I've got the solution, Marty. Imme- it's like, it's almost like at that moment, all of act three just plays in his brain. Yeah. It's also a little bit of like he's taking credit for the idea. Yeah, you're like, hey, that, that doc, I kind of, I was inferring a lot when I showed you this. I mean, there's a reason I showed it to you. No, it was all me. <laughs> it was all me. Get out of here. <laughs> what? Um, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I I uh I love the way he snaps it away too. Yeah, he just like and He's immediately like, kind of qu- see this what? stupid and, love letter. And also he immediately stands up and crumples it when Marty kind of clearly laid it out that, that that piece of paper means a lot to him emotionally. <laughs> he just crumples it right that shit up like <laughs> Oh my god. That's amazing. There's also <laughs> there's also a point during Doc's speech where he's walking around and like saying like next weekend we're gonna do this where Marty just notices the frame pictures of the scientists and he's looking at him like <laughs> yeah, what the amazing. hell? He's like oh jeez, <laughs> the hell is this? It's so subtle, but it's so perfect. Yeah, that's that's a cool thing. Is so much of this movie, you know, it's it's the little it's the little like relationship character ticks like both of these actors are just so in it oh that, yeah like like little moments of discovery like that yeah oh man you notice that uh doc has a watch on both his wrists <laughs> no yeah that's what i meant that's amazing yeah he wears he wears a watch on both his wrists you know i, I think kind of going you know coming at the end of the, this has been one of the better weeks of the of the show i think um, not, not because, you know, but just content wise, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's some good um, stuff in these. I, I, I think kind of the key, I think to back to the future and, you know, sort of going at the, you know, this is one of our last episodes of, of the year. Um, I think the reason back to the future has become such a beloved part of pop culture, as, you know, particularly, you know, why we we're, we've been celebrating it all year. Mm-hmm. I think it's every minute of this movie has so much love and like fun. Yeah. And like joy. Yeah. I mean, even the, even the, even the, like the shots, like the way the camera works. Yeah. Like going back the to the, spooky, the, the spooky Hill Valley moment. Yeah. 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 But like the way the framing and everything is done, right? There, there's mm-hmm. this, um, there's this comparison shot of the two shots from a couple of weeks ago. Sure. They, they do that profile shot of George and then Marty's like head pokes out and <laughs> yeah. like looking at him. Um, they shot that same shot with Eric Stoltz. Sure. So that shot exists with Eric Stoltz, but when you see them compared, mm-hmm. the Eric Stoltz version is just kind of, just looks kind of dead. It's very static. It's very static. And so I don't know, like just Cundy just was like, into it more yeah it was well it was kind of you know whenever i think when a film is working every component is feeding the other component yeah so like the electricity coming off of michael j fox was like not to get too mystical about it but it was it was, it was feeding him dean C- dean cudney it was feeding everybody yeah and like you zemeckis know? and Mar- you know, marty marty was the 1.21 gigawatts, gigawatts that their flux capacitor needed <sighs> it really was yeah. What if when, when when he told Marty that you're stuck here, he was just like, well, when the, when the atomic wars come, you'll have to get signed up. You'll have to, you have to enlist. enlist. Your country proud. <laughs> enlist, in the, enlist in the atomic wars. Your country will need you. <laughs> he just gets really into the atomic wars. Yeah, he's always going back to the atomic wars. It's, really, <laughs> it's almost like he's like excited about it. Like he gets really into it. Finally. Uh, they, the major cities will be the first to go. Boston, <laughs> New York, Chicago, LA. They're like great big targets. <laughs> Just standing there, moving about their little lives. Little do they know that 
They're being inspected like a germ in a petri dish. Oh, Doc, you're getting really dark right now. Uh, you fool. <laughs> He's, he has, like, an Angelus. He has, like, this darker... <laughs> It's like this darker side that he keeps bottled up. Any <laughs> time the atomic wars come up. It's like, it's like a light switch. Oh, man. God, I want to hear... I want to hear Doc Brown's Indianapolis speech about the atomic wars. <laughs> Actually, yeah. like that, that scene could totally... Michael J. Fox would have played the shit out of, uh, out of Brody. Who, who would be Richard Dreyfuss? Um, Wouldn't be George. No... You know what? Maybe I think I think uh, Michael J. Fox might be a good Richard Dreyfus. Not that I think about it. Yeah, I think he might be Dreyfus. I think Brody maybe uh, Bra- then, Brody wouldn't be George. Oh, you know who would be? Uh, maybe like Goldie Wilson would be. Or no, no, I, I would. I think either like Goldie Wilson or maybe even. Um, <laughs> anyway, you know who would be a really good Royce Ryder is Huey Lewis. <laughs> Huey Lewis. Marvin Barry. He seemed pretty cool. Barry. Dean Strickland would be the mayor of, of Amity, right? Dean Strickland, the- he does he's not swarmy. That's true. He's just mean. Yeah, he's just mean. And spiteful. Biff, Biff would be the mayor. Yeah. Hey, fly, it's Fourth of July weekend. We're not gonna close the beach. Are you okay? Are you crazy? Yeah. Well see, yeah. so if Biff if Biff is the if Biff is the mayor, then then oh, George so, has so, to be. Yeah, so George has to be Bruce Ryder. Yeah. So you're- no one has ever had this conversation before. <laughs> no one. No one in the history of the universe. <laughs> In any timeline. Which which characters in Back to the Future is <laughs> Jaws? What are we doing? We, 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 we dedicated a good, like, few minutes to that. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. It's a good week. TGIF, guys. It's a great week. And uh, uh, that's Go on show. our website. Yeah, if you want to go on our website at backtothefutureminute.com. Uh, email us at contact at back to the future minute.com. Uh, we love hearing from you. You can, if you are, if you're on Twitter, you can tweet us at B T T F minute. Um, we love hearing from you guys. We'll be sure to like, like it or retweet it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, B T T F com If you want to further the discussion uh, about this movie, but this wonderful movie, uh, if you, if you, you can also, uh, you can also use the hashtag, like, you know, back to the future minute. Yes, or, absolutely. Yeah, or BTTF kinda... minute. We'll we'll find it that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, if, um, you if, if you want to tell us who who you would cast in your Jaws Back to the Future, crossover. or or other movies that you would put Back to the Future characters. Totally. Absolutely. Oh yeah, hell, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> like us on Facebook. Leave us a review on iTunes. It's sort of the kind of the the gold star in Mario Kart of podcasts. Is is like a five star review. Um. We have our discussion kind of event <clears> podcast, <throat> not writing. We have a new episode coming in the next few weeks where Scott and I will be counting down somehow only 10 of our favorite movies of 2015. Uh, oh, it's so hard. It's very hard. I have it down in my top 20 and it's, I'm, I'm already killing my darlings. Yeah. Uh, the Doctor's Companion, where we talk about Doctor Who. We've got new stuff. We're sort of going to be delving into classic Who. Uh, so if you're new to that, this would be a great jumping on point. And uh, January 6th, the pop culture event of 2016, uh, <laughs> the launch of our podcast, Geek by Night. Uh, and you can already subscribe to that. You can donate at uh, pay- be our Patreon at Patreon at uh, – what's the link on that, Scott? Patreon.com slash Geek by Night. Patreon.com slash Geek by Night. It's that symbol. And uh, there's already uh, some free exclusive content to our patrons and there will only be more stuff like – 
downloadable content and podcasts and all kinds of stuff. And we'll, it'll only get cooler as the show goes on. Mm-hmm. And as always, our, uh, our, our mama and pop pop, uh, Star Wars. Well, Goodfellas isn't really our, our mama or pop pop. They're kind of like our, our, what cousin? Yeah. Cause Star Wars Minute came first. It's Star Wars Minute and Goodfellas. Star, Star Minute. Wars Minute is like our uncle. Our uncle. There we good, go. Good, uh, Goodfellas is like a cousin. Yes. Yeah. But we're all in the fam. We're all in quote the family and you yeah. never go against the family. So after listening to us, if you don't already, be sure to subscribe to Goodfellas Minute and Star Wars Minute for more minute by minute movies. You certainly don't go against the family when one of your family members is Goodfellas. Yes. Just That's goes without saying. Be a huge mistake. <laughs> huge mistake. Just ask Dennis Farina. <laughs> Next week, uh, our guest for the week will be uh, Crystal Beth. She is a she was she was a guest host on uh, Star Wars Minute. Oh, cool. Yeah. So she's she's cool. Um, so she'll be uh, she'll be on the, star, the show uh, on Monday. So this was no boating accident. <laughs> you gotta close this beach now. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye.